<laughs> hey! <Yeah>. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. That's good. Thank you. So we just recorded five minutes of the podcast. It was great. And it was just me talking to myself with pauses between it. You could hear a ghost of David in there. It was kind of cool. <laughs> it's, it was only a couple minutes. Yeah. But it was such a quality couple minutes. Yeah. And we talked in detail about where you'd been. Totally. And, and <laughs> exactly where I've been. And how you'd been. And how I've been. All the things that have happened in your life. Every, every little detail. And then something happened. And it was just me without you, <laughs> which I guess is pretty symbolic of the last year or so. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> to everybody else out there that doesn't live in this small community, they're like, where's David? Yeah. I, I know where Sean is. <laughs> he doesn't have David. Like, like Abby Costello or? Yeah, I think so. That's... <laughs> You know, I know who they are. I don't really know who they are. No? No. Like, I know it was like a comedy duo from like the 40s or whatever. Is that not close? 50s? Yeah, 40s, 50s. 50s. Sure. Is that shit funny to you? Like, uh, Some of it. Charlie Chaplin. Charlie you Chaplin. Like? No, I don't like slapstick. I want like... Three Stooges. Three Stooges. Some of it can be funny. I didn't like Shemp, but Curly was cool. You like specific Stooges, but not the others? Right. There was there was a time okay. after Curly left, Shemp came along. So So there were four actual stooges? Yeah. So we were just talking about that. That Not you stooges. can't, we were talking you about can't just pants. replace someone <laughs> right. and have it be the same. Right. So we were talking about chicken broccoli yeah. and trying to find somebody to fill in yeah. and how they couldn't take your place. And we're talking about Trouble Helix podcast and how you haven't done it for I three months. And I had like my mom's funeral and stuff. And yeah, I wasn't in the mood to do it, but I also I I feel like I say this often. I've had out of like the three months maybe that I haven't posted one, I've had like four different people just like blow me off or cancel or say that they would do it, and then it just gets so yeah irritating. Right. So we were talking about this controller is broken and how that one's easy because it's all online. Right. And we were talking about trying to find somebody to fill in for you in person and just how the fill in would be permanent. Seem like it should be that hard for one guy to have like I mean, do they I don't they don't have to even be friends. Just two people that would like to just show up twice a month and hang out for an hour but it's you see i'm not gonna base life experiences off of tv but (laughs) but you're about to what are up with these like friend groups is that a real thing like oh me and five of my guy friends went to veil for the weekend does that shit happen in real life yeah Yeah. it happens yeah it's never i've never have I done that and I just forgot? No, but your life experience is different than theirs, right? Like, I don't have five guys I go hang out with. Like, there's my family and you. That's who I hang out with. You know? 
I'm not complaining, by the way. Just, just, just stating. <laughs> I've got my family and you. <laughs> like, I guess it's it's this weird thing. I don't want a group of five friends that I have to go hang out with. Right. But it would be nice to have two reliable or three in person in town friends that would like to get together, you know, not twice a week, but like twice a month and just bullshit. You want to do this specific thing. Well, this specific thing happens when these specific things aren't involved. You just want to record it. When we go and hang out, right. We are doing a podcast that no one's hearing. Right. When we're doing a podcast, we're just talking to each other. Sometimes. What do you mean? Sometimes one of us is arguing with the other person (laughs) and it gets really old when it's episode after episode. And some of us get to a point where maybe I want to start protecting my peace more than arguing with someone every other What does that mean? Protecting my peace? Yeah, like your mental peace? Yeah, like, I mean, I mean like you, you could say mental P-E-A-C-E? peace. P E A C E. Yeah, not my not not my piece of, <laughs> but my peace. Yeah, not your peace, but my peace. What they're not experiencing in Gaza right now. <laughs> oh, we talked about that. Yeah, we did. We talked. we we said how to fix it. We did. And, we presented yeah. everything. But it got erased, and so it's gone. <laughs> it's just, we don't remember the, the solution. I feel slight regret. For immediately deleting the one track. Because I could have just left the couple minutes of me talking to myself. You could. It probably would have been funny. <laughs> it might have been funny. If you recall, there was that one episode we tried to record online ah. when you were in South Carolina and yeah. we couldn't hear Mike. So it was just you and I talking back and forth. And all, all, then there'd be like Dead Space. Huh. It, was, it was great. <laughs> it's on Game Pass. Dead, dead Space Kid. <laughs> Are you out there? Was that the thing? I don't remember his name. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I thought that was like the tagline for the game. No, but you're actually, but it, w- it would have been a good one. Huh? Would you recognize him if you saw him? I might. Every so often I see, you know, someone walking through the shop and we'll look at each other like, I know you from somewhere. I get that every once in a while. Yeah. Somebody's like, did you work at GameStop? This I one know. kid that works at the car wash yeah. was like, you used to work at GameStop. And I was like, this kid was like 20. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. You would have been like 10. He's like, you used to always sell me mature rated games. <laughs> and I was like, huh, I don't know if you're telling the truth or not. <laughs> because it's possible I just didn't care. Right. And sold it to you. But it's also possible that I wouldn't have risked the job. Right. But also. I don't care. What, what were the chances <laughs> that one of those secret shoppers or whatever comes to Montrose and. I mean, not that it was a senior shopper, but I remember distinctly a, a mom coming back and returning GTA. Was she Hispanic? No, she was a white lady. Okay. So it was a Hispanic kid, and he specifically oh, mentioned okay. All right. the GTA 5. Oh, okay. He's like, you sold me Grand Theft Auto. Well, that doesn't mean his mom wasn't white. I, very progressive of you. <laughs> But, you know, I just remember she was she was fit to be tied, man. You guys sold my kid this game? I was like, there's no way anybody here would have done that. I mean, no receipt or anything? There was a receipt. Whose name was on it? I don't remember that now. You didn't look at the time? No. Well, you said there's no way that happened here, but then she had a receipt. 
Right. Yeah. Well, I want to say, I want to say eventually we found out dad was with him. So dad gave uh, him permission. Mom still wasn't okay with it. Hispanic dad, white mom. The <laughs> See, tale is old as time. The tale is old as time. <laughs> you can play GTA five. It's fine. <laughs> Go kill a hooker or two. It's fine. <laughs> You're just 10. don't just don't buy uh, Skyrim. That's right. <laughs> you can cast magic. That's right. That's that's where the line <laughs> is drawn. No magic here. Hey, turn that shit down. Total disrespect. I, I get no respect. <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield, nice. <laughs> um. God damn, that's loud. Hold on. Because I never quit. <laughs> because there's still shit that comes up that I want to talk about. I never quit. But I don't have anybody to talk about it with. That's... This. This can only happen with. Like, you can shoot the shit with whoever. If somebody lives in fucking Sweden, you can talk to them and be like, tell me about Sweden. Like, tell me about your life. But if you're talking about, like, the things that I want to like get into. Right. You got to talk to somebody that knows you. Yeah. They can interpret what you're saying and put it back to you. Right. Got you. Axel and slash. Right. And so so I don't have a lot of, I don't have a David because David has been gone to filter this stuff through while recording for other people to listen to. Yeah. Can we just go clarify that (laughs) I am here? I'm just not, I've just not been in a headspace to be recorded. Let's go with that. If a tree falls in the forest, right? And nobody it hears does it. Make an, it does make a sound. Just because you don't hear it doesn't make it doesn't. Make... I need other people to hear what I'm thinking <laughs> for me to feel validated. Okay. All right. Because somebody might be like, dude, I think that sometimes. And then I'm like, oh. Well, <laughs> Just like that? <laughs> tell me. Oh, tell me more. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> Speaking of, yeah. see, we missed the whole Frasier revival. Because who else wants to talk to me about Frasier? I just watched the, an episode last night. You hadn't finished the season? Or okay. are they doing week by week? I think they're doing week by week. You think? I think. When you click on it, are there more? Or I'm not the there... one clicking on it. My folks are. Your dad's watching Frasier? Yeah. On purpose. Dad likes Frasier. <sighs> see, I am the brother that you should have always I had. Sh- sh- <laughs> agree Does your mom like Frasier? Yeah, she's been liking it. So your dad and mom and my mom should have all hooked up yeah, yeah. and then all cohabitated. Yeah. And we all could have watched Frasier growing. <laughs> I, I mentioned, and, and your mom was, your mom was English. My mom loves English people. <laughs> what, what makes a eulogy a eulogy? Are you googly? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's a Zoolander what? thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know why. Well, cause I spoke. At my mom's funeral. That'd be eulogy, yeah. But no one said, please come give the eulogy. This is now the eulogy that is I think this occurring. is like a common, like recognized, he's speaking about the person who passed. Okay. Here, so. Here's the eulogy. <laughs> well, just to be clear, no one ever said, here's the eulogy. Do you feel like you're usually, your eulogy wasn't validated then? Well, maybe I was just talking. You, you might have just been talking. Were you talking about your mom? Yeah. Were you talking about her life? No, not really. But 
This is why I brought it up. Okay. I did talk about Niles. You talked about Niles. At my mom's funeral. For your mom's funeral. eulogy. Okay. Yeah. Because she was half Niles and half Blanche. Do you know Blanche yeah. from the Golden Girls? Yeah. And that was her personality. Huh. And so I found a way, even at a funeral, to be like, oh, there's... Does David any, Pierce know about this? Are any Frasier fans out there? You know, <laughs> you should write him and let him know. Did we talk about that already, or did we talk about that when I got? Wait, what were we talking about just a second ago? David Hyde Pierce. You, you no, we're talking about Frasier. I need a David. You need a David. Specifically, that gets recorded. <laughs> you need a David that gets recorded. Okay. <laughs> So, oh, right, right. So, you need a recordable David. Do you want to just talk to each other like weirdos, or do you want me to get my notes and we can talk Whatever about it? Whatever you want to do, man, get your notes but out. But the notes is a chicken broccoli thing. Then we don't do the notes. So, you said this was a Trouble Helix podcast. You invited me to do a Trouble Helix podcast. It was maybe I tricked you. <laughs> you might have. You don't really know what you're doing. I don't. I'm, you about, could, I'm about to murder you. Yeah. You could post this on both for all I know. <laughs> I, I double dip. You could. <laughs> That's, it's almost like you run both. <laughs> I'm like Clark Kent. No one knows. That's right. <laughs> Ew, why did I use a Superman <laughs> over like a Peter Parker? You took your glasses off. Who are you? <laughs> what podcast is this? <laughs> I don't even know where I'm at anymore. Someone help me. <laughs> oh, wow. What do you want to talk about? Give me a general. I got, you know, the way that I've kept these notes now that I look, they're never full thoughts. So now when I look at them, it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> What was I? What was I getting? At? You're just like you read your own notes. Like, what the heck was I even thinking? So one of these, it says monster consent. What? Like, where? What? what? I don't know. Like, does what? a monster does a monster need to get consent? Well, that's it. That's the whole thing. So. <laughs> It obviously was triggered by something. (laughs) (laughs) What were you watching? Some sort of weird, weird movie, the vampires. Have we talked about missionaries before? Uh, I don't think we've talked about them at length. You want to talk about missionaries? Sure. Are we talking like missionary missionaries or like, like, Mormon missionary. No, like the the idea of a missionary. Okay. In general. All right. I think it's a little weird, but I'm coming from outside of, you know, any sort of belief system that would need a missionary. Okay. But it's also very common for like the missionaries to go abroad. Yes. Right. Spread the word. Right. But. Christian missionaries go to Ethiopia, right? Yeah. They help. They do some nice things. They try to spread the word. Generally speaking, everyone's like, 
that's good. They're doing, they're doing good. Right. But when like the Latter-day Saints or the Mormons come around, people like laugh at them and make fun of them and like, don't answer the door and like hide. Right. Right. But they're doing the same thing that the Christians are doing. Yeah. After a fashion, I suppose. What do you, what does that mean? Well, usually in the missionary field, you have some sort of contact. Like, like say we go to South Africa. Okay. Whatever team is going already has like, there's like a home church there. They're going to help out and going to help spread the word. They're going to help patch a church roof or help people, you know, fix their houses or run some electrical stuff. Um, that's the way all the missionaries that I know of that I've been a part of have worked. We're not, we're not knocking on like, we're not, we don't go down to Africa and start knocking on huts. Be like, Hey, have you heard the new good news? Like people know we're coming. <laughs> And we show up and we do the thing, you know, there's almost mm. always either a home church or a long time missionary there working with a church that brings us in, you know, it, so it would be similar to like Mormons coming to your neighborhood and like building a park, but instead they're just knocking on your door. Yeah. And, and, you know, and I, I've seen Mormons also have missionaries that do what the Christian missionaries do. Catholic missionaries. Oh, okay. Baptist missionaries, you know, they all, we do have every major church body has some sort of external or, or out of country missionary force, you know? Um, do you think, I think that this came up because I was watching some video about like mud hut tribes in Africa, like, it all coming from your perspective. Are we fucking with them or should we just leave them alone? Like they're getting by without this extra. You, you could almost take the missionary part out of it. Right. Right. Like you see YouTube videos of people just going in and like Mr. Beast filming them. <laughs> and like, I don't they they are generally aside from like the starvation zones right, right. like the thriving tribes they, they seem happy right they seem content they seem like they're making the best with what they have seems a little weird to like hey this is like this is what's out there right cuz i don't think they have much of a chance of getting out there right is it shouldn't we just kind of let it well, so everyone's got, well, a different calling. You know, you you want to hang out and record it. <laughs> right. Right. You know, you, you, um, I don't know if that's, quote, unquote, your calling, but that's what you feel pressed to do. Like, you think what we talk about is amusing enough that other people would like to hear it, right? The Bible calls us to go and make fishers of men go and spread the word and some people you know they take that to mean i'm gonna go to these third world countries that don't have a chance you know you're saying they don't have a chance to to get you know these things well they're also not getting a chance to hear the gospel so they don't have a chance to be saved 
You know, it's not about this is what you're missing out on materialistically. It's this is what you're missing out on spiritually. You know, I know that we've talked about this part of it before. We're like, say that they were never visited by a missionary. Okay. They don't even know that Christianity exists. Right. They don't know about the God, the Christian God. But because of that, they go to hell. Is I, it? I'm not actually positive that works that way. Well, I remember you had said one time that you had to ask for salvation or you had to ask for something. Right. right? But if you, if you die without the knowledge you, of, okay. Yeah. I, well, like this is what I'm getting at. Like, I, I don't know if it states specifically in the Bible, like if you happen to pass away without knowing good or evil or how to get to heaven, if you, if you die without that, what happens then? You Maybe know, they you, give you like a, like do, a, do you hang like out in flash course? Like, <laughs> this is it. Peter's like, read this pamphlet. What do you think? Do you agree? Do you agree? No? Okay, bye. <laughs> yes or no? <laughs> do, you, do you like me? Yes or no? <laughs> Check yes or no. I'm, um, that part I'm not super clear on. Is it exploit, exploitative for Mr. Beast or whatever? They're just like, hey, we're here with my crew or whatever. I watched this uh, food show. And he goes to these tiny little areas and he's like, what would be a great feast for you guys? And then he just rounds up everything that they could possibly need. And they have this giant feast and everybody there is like, Oh, this was great. Like we had a great time. Like we do this like once a year. So it was really cool to like have this provided for us. But don't you think that some of them are probably like, man, like, Aren't you just flexing on us? Like, I don't. I don't think they see it like that. I think I he's think, making money. He is off of filming. I don't think they see it as a flex. I think some of them, some of the more dubious ones, would probably be like, "You're using us to make money," you know. Right. Um, and that's where I, I do take issue with, you know, extravagant shows of, of, showings of, um, you know, just humanitarianism. You know, when you are when you're recording it specifically to show it off, you're kind of I mean you're trying, you're kind of taking away the good. Right. Because you know, okay, so case in point. I used to for a couple of years there I I would go do free haircuts at Mata before Thanksgiving. I didn't announce it on my Facebook page. I didn't Announced it on my company, my, my business Facebook page. In fact, I made it a point that, you know, Mata could announce it, that someone would be, but I didn't, I didn't want the glory for myself, you know? Um, the haircut glory. The haircut glory, <laughs> you know? Um, or, you know, I went and helped uh, a beautician here in town go and give free haircuts to underprivileged children before, before school started, like three years in a row. You know, but I never announced that. You know, I, you know, you, you do good for good's sake. You don't do it for the pat on the back. Right. You know, and these guys who are, I'm going to go to this, you know, mud hut village and offer to make them a huge feast this one time. And won't I look like super, 
you like a super good guy and right. won't you all love me and watch my cool YouTube channel because of it? Like, no, man, that's not cool. You are using those people to boost your views. You know, I mean, your idea, the initial idea or, you know, what you're trying to do without the cameras, that's cool. Right. Um, when, when we used to watch, you know, you have to go back probably to like the nineties where you would get like a national geographic special mm-hmm. about life in Nigeria yep. or some shit. And there would be the, like the, the guy, the host of the show mm-hmm. would be like out somewhere in the desert meeting these people that nobody had had contact with. And they let him in after like this long vetting process of translators and all this shit. And it was like, this is like a deep look into something that you would have no other way to ever know existed. Right. But now like I just watched one dude on one channel, but somebody else watched that and was like, I'm going to go do that. Yeah. I bet you these fuckers have like daily visitors of dudes with cameras and gear <laughs> right. that are like, Hey, and then tomorrow there's a, they might even have liaisons or whatever with contacts that are like scheduling appointments to visit the tribe. And there was this one, um, dude was like traveling around. Right. And there was this one place he went where they had constructed a vendor stand to sell authentic hats and shirts that they had made. And the English speaking dude was like, back in the day they had to like trade goats or sheep. And that was their main form of commerce was just trading with other local tribes. He was like, now they make so much money in the middle of the desert from tourists coming by buying like, the, you know, those traditional like African like, yeah. headdresses or, or outfits that he was like, they don't even bother with the other stuff anymore. So Ruined now the they, tribe's way of now life, they man. completely you take care of each other based on tourism. Right. But it's like, holy, what happens when people get bored of it? Yeah. And now your kids aren't learning what you learned to survive. Plus, didn't, like you just kind of said, didn't you just completely destroy their entire culture? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like now they're just merchants right. or whatever. Yep. And you could say, well, this will probably be better for these people in the long run. Don't we want all of these tribes and all of these countries to eventually get to y- Europe? Like not like to Europe's level, like we, we have infrastructure, we have sewage, we have buildings. The, the dream isn't for them to continue living the way they're living forever. Is it, isn't the dream for everyone to eventually come up? Do you think the native Americans were unhappy with their lives before we showed up and showed them a better way of doing it? No, because ignorance is bliss, right? Like, but also sometimes simplicity, you know, there could be somebody living, you know, how much cheaper it is to fix a teepee than the roof of a house. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But they didn't have a clue. Right. 
Right. But these people out there, because of phones and internet, like they know that there's something else out there. Right. Like there could be like an alien civilization out there living 10 times further into the future than we are. And if we saw it, we might be like, whoa, I could be living like that. (laughs) But we don't know. So we're like, oh, yeah, like this is fine. Right. But but you can't go. You can't go backwards. Well, I, I disagree. You there think? are there are people who, who go backwards. Like hippies and shit. Well, hippies and, and you know dudes who move so far in the mountains. Yeah, but everybody thinks they're fucking psychopaths. Well, that's fine for everyone to think that. You, you rarely, it seems, find people like that that are like normal and well-adjusted that just want to do that because they prefer it. There's almost always some sort of like massive life trauma that has made them like escape to or the wilderness. Just people in general have gotten so stupid and annoying and in your face with their entitlement that you're like, I'm out of here. Is that what you want to do? There's been a couple of occasions the past year. I'm like, man, you know what sounds good? A camper next to the river with my dog and my guitar. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you ditched your kids. <laughs> See well, there, there was a moment where they weren't with me. So, you know, I think that I could do that for fun for like a week or two. And then I'd be like, I, I couldn't go live in a mud hut and enjoy it. I don't know if I can enjoy a mud hut. You could probably talk me into a cabin up in the mountains, not strictly living off the land but close to it are you hunting all your food or spending all your day just feeding yourself that would be awesome yeah (laughs) i know that just doesn't it just this is this is nice it just sounds emotionally easier well probably way less stress yeah but you can only put yourself in that situation if you have the initial money to invest into that situation right because Unless you really do go crazy and you just like, unless you just, just moved out into the, just, you just the like woods. strike out <laughs> like the bus kid that killed himself with yeah. the berries or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, you could do that. Yeah. You could. <laughs> okay. So I got a million dollars. I'm just going to build a cabin in the woods, put up some solar panels, get an outhouse. got satellite internet or whatever. Wow. Got a TV. Wow. <laughs> I, I think I could get with you. Like just, re- just take me with the modern conveniences. Oh, and just put me way out by myself. Okay. Like that sounds fine. See, I'm saying, I'm saying I don't, <coughs> I think the only thing I really miss is like hot running water. There are, there are days I'd be fine with no internet, no, no phone. I could use candlelight, you know, what would you do? What would you spend the majority of your day doing well surviving i was actually talking about this with with my family recently like like we didn't you know back in the 19th century like you didn't know that that well we didn't have the convenience of going to the store and picking up some bread no you had to grow the wheat to mill the wheat to make the bread you know but that and and as a young boy you were (laughs) You were helping your mom around the house until you were eight to ten years old, and then you went out to the field with your dad, and you went 
trapping with your dad. You went hunting with your dad. If, if you went and found this guy and you were like, hey, this is where I live now, but I want to come do what you're doing, he would be like, oh, I hate you. Like, don't you know how hard this is? I, I don't would love think so. to have your... That guy is like, your life sounds so hectic and crazy with all the information, everything coming at me, and instant gratification. Like, there's, there's no such thing as patience anymore. You could go tell that guy, like, hey, you don't have to hunt this boar. Here's five dollars. Likes hunting the boar. Here's five dollars. Go eat some. <laughs> Go get some... a drink at the Chinese restaurant. <laughs> One drink. Nothing else. All right, let's talk about that for a second. Okay, right. <laughs> Habitual life scenarios have destroyed the ability to manage your money. Because I go to a restaurant, okay. I, I, I order what I want, and then I get a drink. Right. And if you were to say, Sean, how much is a drink? I would say, oh, like two bucks. Mm-hmm. However, today, today, we found out that a drink is four ninety nine. Four ninety nine. This is the local Chinese restaurant. Yep. I just got a standard fountain drink. Not a, small, not large. It's just, just the refillable just fountain refillable drink. Plastic cup or glass, whatever. Four ninety nine. Yep. So that means that I'm just if you if there was a sign on the table that was like warning, warning. your drink will cost five dollars. <laughs> Big red letters. <laughs> I would be like, all right, I'll get water. Right. Because that's out. That's outrageous. How much was my tea? A, your tea was two dollars. That that little pot of tea was two bucks. Well, the water they probably didn't charge you for. They charge you two bucks for your little. Did you get a tea bag? It's it's brewed when they bring it to you. Oh, but but I had that pot to myself. I I offered to share. Just so everyone knows, I offered to share. Not big on. I am so hot as it is. It was warm drinking there. hot shit. You already made me get the soup. I made you get yeah. the soup. You will order the soup, Sean. <laughs> You know, like your dad, the generic dad of the world, tells you that like all that little money, you know, that adds up. It you does. don't think about it, but that coffee and that avocado toast that you buy every day, that's that's three hundred dollars at the end of the week. And I was always like, You're fucking crazy. Get out right. of here. Like if I'm gonna go out to eat, I'm gonna enjoy it. Right. I'm not gonna get the water to be a cheap ass. I'm gonna spend the two bucks. But five dollars. Five dollars yeah. is different. Yeah. Two fifty three. Okay. Whatever. But five dollars used to be like a milkshake. Yeah. Like this or some ice cream, like something special. Yeah. Now it's just like a Coke. Now that's that's that situation. I do know at our, our usual spot a soda is like three fifty and a tea is like two fifty. But that's all it's too much. Well and I'm probably sp- if you extrapolate from just the one nice, dinner, nice word. Just uh, thank you. <laughs> I wanted to find a way to put equidistant in there, so but then I was quiet for too long, and then I just let it. <laughs> so, so you just said it. We're fine. Okay. As long as I got it in. There. We got equidistant in there. <laughs> These horses are equidistant. That, <laughs> that's happening 
multiple times a week, probably without me realizing it, without me even thinking about it. Right. We split the check today and the guy like actually like half halved everything that we ordered yeah. down the middle. Yeah. Which is the only reason why we really noticed it. I'm curious, like how much have I spent on like, Oh, I'll get a drink right in the last post COVID life. Yeah. That it's like, how much money have I just thrown away? And people are laughing like, dude, I always get water. This water is good for you and it's free. It's like, okay, right. I'm not really complaining about throwing the money away or being healthy. I'm just talking about how the habits of where I just go somewhere and I just do something. Right. And I don't even think about it to where it's like, oh, this is not just the drink, right? But probably lots of things throughout the day where it's just habitual, like, yeah, that's probably causing like, uh, we could come back to the house and I could make something healthy for right. lunch. Yeah. But it's like, Oh, I'm in a hurry. I'm just gonna, let's, let's just go to Burger King. Yep. It's, it's on the way. It'll be quick. If I took a second, and actually thought about it, it would be like, no, I'm going to come home. And I got like, I got some chicken and broccoli in the refrigerator. No sauce. No sauce. Right. Just chicken and broccoli. Okay. No white sauce. No brown sauce. <laughs> Just specifically chicken and broccoli. Not the and, meal. Well, and rice, but that, oh, that. Okay. All right. That's generally included. <laughs> but I don't think about it. Like actually I, that I have a choice. Right. It's just like, oh, I gotta, I gotta go. Yeah. I gotta get here. This, I'll just do this, and then somewhere like in the line, or like after I've ordered, like if I'm in the drive-through or whatever, or when I get the food, it's like, oh shit. Like why did, why did I come here? Right. This cost me ten, fifteen dollars, mm-hmm. five dollars for a drink. Yep. And then here, I just already had it. It's already been purchased. A big ass twenty pound bag of rice is like the same price as the drink. Yeah, it'll last me for months. This is the better decision monetarily, physically, mentally. Yeah, but, but it's not, I'm not, it's not choosing to go to Burger King. It's just the brain is just like this is what you do. This is easy. This is the habit. Right. But if I just had the second, where it was like, what decision do you want to make? But I skip that and I just go to have it. Like I didn't check like, Hey, how much are your drinks? Right. See, I learned to start checking the price of drinks when, you know, for a while there, we were a family of six and we'd go oh to like, God. dude, that would have been $30 on drinks for one <laughs> well, meal. Well, even so, right. Even at two fifty or whatever. Right. Like, like we're sitting 15. Yeah, we're we're sitting down to have a meal at like Fiesta, you know, and I'm like, I I, I know about what everyone has spent on food, but there's another fifteen twenty bucks on there, yeah. And I'm like, and that's why I noticed like restaurants. Some of these restaurants around here are charging different for iced tea versus soda. Yeah, and I'm like, huh, huh, you know. Um, but you know, when you're paying for a family of six, you start to notice like. Okay, yeah, we can go out to eat, but everyone's getting water. You know. But your bill was still $150. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Right. So, okay. So this is a good, this is another example. My brain would just be like, who the fuck cares? I already spent $150. Do I really? So my difference is 150 or 165. They're both an outrageous amount of money. <laughs> if I'm spending 150, who cares if I spend 15 more? But the 165 is going to have a higher tip rate than the 150 is. <laughs> oh, you want to talk about tipping? <laughs> no, we did. Oh my god. Are you are you having a problem with the uh, the Insta tip too? What's Insta tip? So we're running into this thing in the society now, where for some reason everyone thinks everyone in some sort of human service you know people service industry deserves a tip right oh yeah yeah like like the you know let's say let's pretend you go to a coffee shop and you order you don't order a coffee or let's just let's say you order just a regular coffee and a donut and then miss thing flips the screen around and Mm -hmm. what would you like to tip yeah and you feel obligated do you i mean like, do you spe- do you specifically feel like you have to? So I've had guys straight up look at me and be like, "I don't tip the proprietor." So maybe I have an easier time being like, "You filled up a cup and handed me a Danish. I'm not tipping you for that." No, you know. Now I look them directly in the <laughs> eye and I'm like, zero. <laughs> you like lean in yeah. and like, I oh. flip it back around so they can see it, and then I reach over. And I'm like, <laughs> zero. Okay. Okay. So I, I do tip, like if I get like a specialty drink, like sometimes I go to a coffee trader and get a, mo- a Mexican mocha, something that requires a little more work than just here's a cup with coffee in it. <sighs> then I do like 10%, you know, but when, yeah, okay. but I, the, 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 the auto tipping yeah. that's happening for everybody you know, I can't remember where I was. I was at a fast food place recently, and they had a tip thing on their screen. I was like, what? I'm, no. When? No. <laughs> when you were younger and you first, like, this could be before you were even paying for your own shit. Like, your parents were paying. Okay. Do you remember being taught by your parents what an acceptable tip percent is? Back when we were younger, it was like 10%. Okay. Right. Yeah. I remember, like, to my oldest memory, that like 10%. And then I remember... As I got to probably where I was tipping, if I was going out, it was like 15. Yep. And now 15 doesn't even exist. Over the past couple of years, you know, when you get the auto thing on the receipt where it's like, these are your percents, mm-hmm. it crept up to 18. Yeah. But lately it's been like 20, 22 and a half, 25. Right. And it's like, motherfucker, 20, a quarter of my bill. Right. Is the tip. Yeah. If I go to a full service steakhouse and my entree was a hundred dollars, I'll I'll tip right whatever full amount that is appropriate. Yeah, this well, is provided the the waiter. The server, sure, sure, the, sure, sure. But like, this is an experience, right? But like, going to Starbucks is not an experience. Yeah, I'm not giving. I'm not you're giving twenty percent. You're not twenty five percent of my doing it. If I when when I used to like buffets were my thing for years and like my twenties, it was like oh, every meal was like, right. I'm going to the buffet. Yeah. The lady fills up your drink. It'd be like, here's a dollar. Right. Here's 
two dollars. Yeah, maybe. And if there's four of us there at a buffet, and we all leave two bucks, it was like yeah, that's eight dollars. This person's got twenty tables. Yeah, because they're only doing drinks. Right. I'm like, whatever. I don't feel guilty about this. But I also don't feel. The only time that I do feel guilty is if we go somewhere and it's like, it was an expensive meal, but it wasn't a nice place, mm-hmm. but I just don't want to tip you 20%. Right. Just because my brain is like, this is fucked up. <laughs> like this is a lot. It's chilly. I didn't spend a lot. Right. Right. That's a good example. I didn't spend a lot on the meal. Right. So like the ratio of tip to meal, I know it's a percent. Right. But it doesn't like I'm, Chili's is expensive as fuck for what you get. So you might order yeah. three things and it could be like 70, 80 bucks. Right. So I got to give you $20 <laughs> tip at Chili's. That just seemed, I'll give a $50 tip at Ruth Chris or whatever. Right. Like some luxury. St- I don't know if that's actually like a luxury. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like Ted Steakhouse. (laughs) We went, Joni saw this fucking place or heard about this place in Junction. Taco party. You ever been there? No. Fucking Guy Fieri went there. Yeah, I know. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Whatever. So she'd been wanting to go there and I kept pushing it off. Like, no, I don't. It's one of those places where there's like the tacos are seven dollars and they're like this big. Okay. And it's like, ah, like taco nar or whatever. Yeah. It's very similar to that. And we walk in and there's a sign that's like, okay, so let me so you go in, there's a guy at a register. You order what you want, you go sit down, someone brings it to you. And then they did it's not a wait staff. They have like two people that are just like Running food. food runners or drink refillers. Yeah. But you don't have a set person. Right. It's just whoever is running around. Yeah. Right. So there's a sign that says 18% tip included up front. Oh, gratuity. Like for that. everyone, not like parties of six or more. So yeah, we, two of us went before we even get the service, we get charged 18% yeah. gratuity. Yeah. And I was like, I already was irritated about being there. The food was pretty good. So I'll give it that. Like I was, I expected to hate it. Right. But it it was decent and it was expensive, but it wasn't any more expensive than Arby's. Right. (laughs) That was Arby's is fucking out of control. (laughs) (laughs) And that was, that was 13 years ago. (laughs) Yeah. I think for the two of us, I think she got a drink. I got like four or five fucking tacos because I wanted to try all the different. Right. Because they got the weird tacos, right? Yeah. It was like 70 bucks plus the tip. Yeah. And I was like, but I don't even know what kind of service I'm gonna get. you're going to give me. Right. But I, if you came around and delivered the check afterwards and the gratuity was included in the check, it's the same thing. But at least it feels a little different where it's like, well, I experienced the service. Right. Like I'm paying you up front for an undetermined experience. Right. 
And it's like, there's a there's the sign and it's like, we believe everybody should be paid fairly. And it's like, well then fucking pay them fairly. fairly. Yeah. Why is, okay. So this is the heart of it. Tipping because you did a good job. I don't really have a problem with. Right. Like, Hey, great service. You took care of us. Here's, here's 20%. Like this was a, this was a great all around experience. First of all, you're not really getting that anymore. I can't tell you the last time I went to a full service restaurant and got like service. Right. Where somebody was like on top of shit. Right. And was polite or friendly. You don't really get that anymore. But we are becoming the payroll for the employer. Yep. Like we're paying your people. Because you don't want to pay them more. Yeah, I never did understand why wait staff had a different wage than like, you know, the kitchen guy. I gotta, you know? I gotta bring it up. Okay. Japan. What about it? <laughs> they, you do not ever tip under any circumstances for anything. Really. Right, and their cultural like take on it is that I'm going to give you the best possible service that I can because I'm being paid for it all the time. And my employer is paying me to do that, to do that. Right. So they may have a wait staff at a restaurant that's making 20 bucks an hour. Right. And motherfucker, you give me 20 bucks an hour to work at Chili's or something. <laughs> I still wouldn't do it, but <laughs> I would consider it. Right. Right. I would think about it yeah. sometimes. And I know that they, those service people can go to work, especially bartenders and make a substantial amount more They can than they would have made getting paid. Right. But why can't you opt in? Yep. Why can't you be like, no, just, just, you know, pay me 15 bucks an hour. Right. Like it's just, we're going, we, the general public, right. We're going to work and we're making 30,000 to, 75,000 a year. Okay. Right. Keep it like an every man type right. thing. Right. Yeah. I'm making $20 an hour. And then you want me to come to eat at your place. And then I pay the wages of the people that you've employed because you want to pay them two th- 13 yeah. an hour or right. whatever. And then you're going to post a sign about how you want to pay them fairly it's like motherfucker then pay them yeah and don't even have this sign and if we want to tip that's we'll, we'll just tip right and they can make even dude they can make even more yeah if you want to pay them fairly how about we pay them even better yeah. how about you pay them fairly and i pay them fairly <laughs> instead of you paying them unfairly and i make up what's your the number? difference yeah. it's it's not like it stops me from going out right and i don't i'm not the asshole that's like I'm not tipping or even if I get shit service, I'll still give like 15, which I guess nowadays is on the low side, but I'm not the dude that puts like the $5 bill on the table of like eight or whatever. Yeah. It's just like the principle of it. Right. You're making, what would you think a restaurant like that makes per night? Oh, I, I can Th- thousands upon. Yeah, I couldn't even guess. Man. Thousands of dollars. You know, and, and I get it. I get your overhead. You know, 
I, that's all. I, your your overhead's gonna be different than than mine. Like, I have to buy a new set of clippers every couple of years, and that's 150, 250 bucks. You're having to buy food every week. I I get you've got an overhead that I don't, but you're also making money hand over fist. You're gonna tell me you can't pay your wait staff at least minimum wage, and then they can get tips on top of that. So you started getting tattooed. Yes. How do you feel about tipping the tattoo artist? Because are you not aware? I'm not aware. Okay. So I don't tip my tattoo artist ever because I walk in and I'm like, Hey, I want this. How much is it going to cost? And either they give you a flat rate or they say, Hey, however long it takes, it's a hundred bucks an hour. Right. Well, okay. Well, that's the price. Yeah. If you wanted $110 an hour, why don't you just tell me? Like, why would the price be 400 and then I give you a $40 tip? Why didn't you just tell me it would be $440? It didn't even occur to me to tip my tattoo, my tattoo artist. I don't think it's, like, rampant, like, going out to eat. Right. But it, I think it's, like, very appreciated. That's interesting. So do you – forgive me, you know, because I'm, I'm a barber – and the price is the price. But you get tipped. I do get tipped, but sometimes I don't get tipped. Right. And I learned, I think we discussed that once upon a time on the Chicken Broccoli podcast. I learned a long time ago not to count on the tip because not everyone's going to tip you, you know. Um, but you said, you know, I mean, basically, you just said the price is the price. Like, if you wanted more, why don't you ask for more? Right. You know, and it, it didn't even occur to me. Like, I, I, I think that why it's a thing is the same as hairdressers are probably nail techs. Okay. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) They, they split. All right. So either they pay rent once a month or they like 50, 50 with the boss. So there's a lot of tattoo artists that they charge you 400 bucks for a tattoo. They got to give 200 of it to the shop. So they make 200. Right. So if they charged you 440, they would make two twenty, right? But if they charge you four hundred and you give them a forty dollar tip, they made two sixty, right? So it's a way to cut the shop out, yeah. And they can make a little more money because it wasn't the price; it was the tip. But gotcha. you could have made the price four eighty, yeah. And then you could have made two forty, and the shop could have made two forty, right. and then maybe some people would tip you, <laughs> and you would make even more. So it's like. <laughs> You're where, like this. where does it end? Where does it end? <laughs> like, hey, man, was this the price? <laughs> or is this the price and the tip? Because if you give me a lower price, man, I'll just tip you more. I'll just tip you more. <laughs> but maybe then next time when I come in, you're going to know I'm going to tip you. So you're going to charge me a little bit more. And then I'm going to tip you. But maybe if I don't tip you. You're going to charge me more because you know you're not going to give a tip. The last time I just didn't have the spare money, but this time I do. So I'm going to give you a tip, but not if you charge me more because then you kind of already added the tip in. <laughs> you really it's, put some thought of it. It's like, <laughs> like George, right? Right. He yeah. reaches in to take his money back. Yeah. And then he, because <laughs> all, because also like, that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> That's one of my favorite George moments because I feel it, right? Like, 
they didn't see you tip. Right. But he was at like a pizza restaurant or like a slice, like by the slice place. And it's like, what? What's that face? <laughs> We're just trying to, trying to let the yawn really loud and in the microphone. I don't know what. Okay, I'm just going to put this out there. Okay. And you just tell me what. Is it like, monster consent? Or? <laughs> I'm not deleting that. Okay. Because I need to remember. I mean, that sounds like a great band name. <laughs> Did I tell you about my Spider-Man experience? I with uh, across into across the Spider-Verse. I don't think you did. Wait, no, no, yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah. Okay. Did I tell you about Jade's dog? Yes. God, I really. We'll have to do that later. <laughs> Like, cause that was such a good anecdote or whatever, but that probably belongs on chicken broccoli Chicken broccoli. because there are people that probably want to like, Hey, what's the update? Right. <laughs> oh my. Okay. So here's one for you. Okay. Okay. I remember where this came from, but I don't remember. Like, okay. Trans man goes into a woman's bathroom and gets beat up. Did you hear about this? That was familiar. And then I I wrote after that, man, man, bathroom used to be a man, man, bathroom became a man, man, bathroom. <laughs> okay. So the, uh, Trans man goes into a woman's bathroom. So a trans female. Well, that's not what I wrote. So trans man would be a woman that became a man. I think so. And went into a woman's bathroom. Okay. Right. That's right. Because if you're a woman, then you became a man. You're a trans man. The, the people that don't like you, right, would say... You need to go into the woman's bathroom. Okay. Because you were born a woman. Okay. So you don't go, right? Right. Right. So he did the right thing and he went into the woman's bathroom because he was born as a woman. Okay. Trying to, this is what, this is what they want me to do. Right. They don't want me to go into the men's bathroom, even though I'm a man. Right. Do you actually know that? Like, this was a news story that I saw. But the person said, like, I went to the women's right. bathroom because right. that's what I was born as? Yeah, because there was all that right. okay. conflict about how dare, like, a penis go into the woman's bathroom or whatever, right? Look, because you get the people on both sides of it <laughs> that are like, you got to go in this bathroom. But How dare it the, the argumentative side would tell this person that was born as a woman that they need to go into the woman's bathroom. Okay. But he looked like a dude. So he got beat up by a bunch of So chairs. he went into the women's bathroom and yeah. they thought it was a fucking creeper dude. And started beating on him. Going into a woman's bathroom. Gotcha. All right. But then he was like, this is what you told me that you wanted me to do. Right. 
that I can't go into the men's bathroom because to you, I'm not a man. Right. So I got to go in. And then they got beat up. And then I think what I was saying was that he used to be a man. No, that's wrong. Right? I'm, oh, my God. I am so lost but, right now. <laughs> I think that I was moving to a different thought pattern, right? Okay. I used to be a man. <laughs> wait, 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 oh no. my god. No. I used to be a woman. I became no, a man. No, no, like <laughs> if if I be if I became a woman. Okay. Me. Yeah. I used to be a man. Okay. So I should go into the men's bathroom. Sure. And then according to Right. Right. But then if I become a man, I'm supposed to go into the men's bathroom. Right? According to the other. Sure. So it's like if there is a penis involved, you got to go to the men's bathroom. So. Right? Like, because if if you currently look like a man, it is incorrect for you to go into the women's bathroom. I agree with that. If you have become a man and you look like a man, you must go to the men's bathroom. So like men that have always been men, I got to go in the men. If you're a woman that became a man, you got to go to the men. Okay. If you're a man that became a woman, you got to also go to the, men. to the men's because you're a man. <laughs> right. So if there's any possibility of a current, future, or past penis, men's bathroom. Any possibility of current, future, or past penis. I mean, it, I it seems that should be on a t-shirt. Doesn't somewhere. it seem kind of slighted to where it's like men are the problem? Oh, if a woman wanted to go into a dude's bathroom, it seems like that would kind of be fine. So, but no, no version of a man should ever go into the women's bathroom. So women's bathrooms are only for, for cisgendered women or I guess, <laughs> Because there are some people that would say if you were a man that became a woman, you still shouldn't go right to the woman's bathroom. Right. So you're saying, you're saying, it from this point of view, not yours, but this point of view, right? Women's bathrooms are only for cisgendered women. Yeah. Like, like right, right. Like everyone else, go, go to the men. Go to the men. <laughs> or go to because that, that weird. If there's any bathroom. chance of getting beat up if you, it's gonna be in the women's bathroom because <laughs> nobody's gonna beat up a dude for going into a dude's bathroom that's fair and no one's gonna beat up a if a woman came into the dude's bathroom the dudes would be like oh yeah gonna, <laughs> nobody's <laughs> like she's here to get it <laughs> what's up baby <laughs> but also they they would probably say that's dangerous for a woman to go and of, of any type Possibly, right to yeah. go into a men's bathroom, so especially in like a bar, or something? they yeah. should all. So it's only if like you could hide your penis having <laughs> fully that then you could go into the women's bathroom, right? Right. As if, long as no one knows. If you're if you're super effeminate looking, yeah. If, if you actually look the part, I think you're probably good. But if you put if you just drag. <laughs> I, what what got to me was that this 
person was trying to do what they had told him to do. And then he got beat up for it by the people that told him to do it. So you get what I'm saying? I think, I think you're a woman. You were born a woman. You go to the woman's bathroom. So that's what he did. See, I never, I never hear that part of it. The big concern is always the trans woman going into the women's bathroom with little girls or whatever. That's always the thing I hear about. Because of the penis. Right. You can't go in. Did you, you used if, to have a penis? Did you used to? Do you want one? Have you? <laughs> are you? Do you plan to get one? Penises <laughs> are the root of all, all <laughs> A penis made out of money is straight from hell. Right. It is the devil. <laughs> <laughs> you have a dollar bill penis? Get out of here. <laughs> Oh. You ever seen how that's spelled? <laughs> yeah, that's a weird one. It is like odor odors ors divorce. Those silly French people have. How long you got? I got time. Okay, you want to talk about screen time and autism or shoplifting? Like screen time in accordance with yeah, autism? like correlating. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I have a dog in that fight. We're, I'm not asking you to pick a side. I don't. I don't have an opinion. I don't. I don't even know what, the, what we're talking about. Is there a correlation between kids growing up on iPads? Is this the theory you've heard? Or is I this... think this is the theory I have. <laughs> you know, with all my research that I've done, autism or like. ADHD. Okay, so to be fair, I don't remember what this was about. (laughs) But I have autism in quotation marks. I need you. From now on, will you write down notes? I don't have time, man. I'm like driving or I'm at work and it's just like... Like monster consent. I'll remember what that was for sure. Back in the pocket. Monster consent. I know that when I wrote that down, I thought it was hilarious, and I couldn't wait to talk about it. I bet. <laughs> what, what, was the, what was the other option? Shoplifting, like big city shoplifting. Let's talk about that, because I. Liz, yeah. you want to talk about your theory? <laughs> I kind of do. Let's do it. Have you heard about shoplifting? Yeah, I have. I have. Heard okay, about well, that's that's what I had. Okay. There's more to it, obviously, but (laughs) the autism thing in general, this could be a whole, this could be a whole thing. It could be a whole. When we were younger, didn't really seem to be a thing. Right. And not saying that it wasn't a thing that existed. It just probably, I would imagine it wasn't being labeled. I don't think that autism is a new thing that just came about, but I think that along with like ADHD, like everyone's just getting like, Oh, your kid's a little weird or whatever on the spectrum. Right. Sure. Yeah. Or your kid's fucking crazy as shit because you feed them sugar 
nonstop or whatever. He's got right. ADHD. It's like, right. Also, your kid's just really fucking like energetic. Yeah. That, that's a personality your, your trait. Your kid's a kid. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He doesn't want to sit, th- sit still. I mean, ought to, okay, let's drop the word. Okay. I mean, GameStop employees. <laughs> right? Like, Norman. Wow. Okay. <laughs> like, everyone that's worked there or has frequented one knows the type of person that I'm talking about. Yeah. There isn't probably technically anything going on with them. They're just fucking weird. You mean not medically? Right, right. Like, there would not be, like, a diagnosis unless the diagnosis was like, man, your kid's weird as shit. Right. right? Your There's kid, probably something just... mentally broken. It's... Some sort okay. of coping mechanism. Something, you know, they're socially awkward for a reason. Don't you think some people are just like that? I think though? it's possible. You think it has like to that? be something's wrong with them, not just that. Oh, that's, that's a, like, that's a happy guy. That's a sad guy. That's well, a, now you're talking about different moods. If we're talking about these specific kind of people we're talking about right now, I do believe something, and it doesn't have to be huge okay. and traumatic, you know? Okay. Well, maybe you're kind of getting where I'm going. Okay. When we were kids. <laughs> so long ago. I spent all my time. Outside, running around, playing in the dirt, throwing rocks at each other, drinking water, playing from the hose. football, doing what? Drinking water from the hose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we're still alive. Inter interacting <laughs> with other people, with other children. Yep. A good example was Halloween. It wasn't fucking anybody walking around doing anything. When I was a kid, when it was Halloween, these streets you couldn't drive down them. They were just packed with kids. And you don't remember? Was that not a thing out here? Well, I lived out in the country when we first got out here. Oh, but right, right. Sam did, you know, he dresses up as his character, Henry Crow, for, for Halloween, right? It's a big, scary scarecrow. And he okay. decorates his in-laws place and stands out there and scares kids and scares Does people. Does he have a lot of people come by? There were a ton of people out there when I dropped Breezy off. Maybe the difference is that your ton is a ton for Montrose compared to like my bigger city. A ton was actually like, well, it could also be a neighborhood thing. It could be. You guys okay. are at the end of a cul-de-sac. What I'm, what I'm getting at. Okay. To, to just start the conversation. Would you agree that kids go outside a lot less? Than yes. You? Okay. Yes. Okay. So, we don't need any further. 100% yes. Okay. Yeah. That interaction at a younger age, I think, builds a lot of social skills. I agree. That kids nowadays aren't getting. And you're also, at the same time, seeing a rise, whether it's just that it's being labeled or not, in like kids with developmental issues or weird quirks about them that I just don't remember. And maybe the kids weren't getting diagnosed as that. And I was just calling them a nerd or whatever, but there was actually something wrong. But it seems like if you had to make a ratio out of it, 
the amount of kids now that can't order a fucking burger at a restaurant. It's like, Hey, what do you want? Right. Tell them what you want. And yeah. they're like, Ugh, Ooh, yeah. I, I, I don't want to talk to them. Or you sit down at Chili's and they're like, Hey, what do you want to have for dinner? And like, I got to order right for you. Yeah. Like we're not, we're not playing that shit. You look at them like what, why is this hard? Well, this maybe was hard for one out of a hundred kids. In our day. Sure. Right. I'm very generalizing this. Yeah. But now it's it's like 75 out of 100. Yeah. Or like, oh, I have social anxiety. Everyone's got social anxiety there. Yeah. And it's like, no. Just say what you want. You don't have to look at them and like, close your eyes, right. turn around, right. don't face them, and just like say the words. And it's like, oh, I can't. Right. Like what, how, why, what is, what is so hard about human interaction? Yeah. Well, you know, I think you, you initially brought up screen time. Can I? Yeah. Thanks There's for raising, also. Thanks for raising your hand, by the way. What, <laughs> to have it. What I do. Do you want to make you raise your, raise your hand? Uh, on the, this controller's broken. Oh, okay. Because it's all online. Right. If you want to say something, you got to like. Um. What was I going to say? That's funny. Oh, my God. You, you just mic'd me. You I was mic'd, asking you, you, mic'd me. You, you raised your hand. What were we talking about? Screen oh, time. Oh, oh, oh. The common thing, because I've been around a lot more kids recently with kids having friends and right. being around a lot of different people. It's like, well, I don't like people. It's like, well, yeah. I guarantee you, I like people a lot less than you do, but I'm very capable of being like a number four. I guess, isn't that it? That's all you got. It's like, That's all you it's not do. even a full sentence, right? A, what I call it, complete, please write your answer in a complete sentence. <laughs> it's like, no, just, just say n- number four. Yeah. I'm not even like, say number four, please. Just you could even you could even say four, and I'd probably be fine with it. Like just say something. But that's the excuse that I kind of was like, oh, I don't like people. Right. What's like you're thirteen. Yeah. What do you mean you don't? It took me a long time to build up the dislike of people that I have at 42 <laughs> over a lifetime of bad experiences with people. Right. But when I was 15, I was just like, people, what do you mean? People are fine. Right. Everybody's great. Let's go out. Let's like have a, let's go interact. Let's go be social. Yeah. Okay. So. No, I think, wanted. but you, you mentioned the screen time towards the beginning of all this. Right. And I think that's, that's a big part of it, you know? And I remember, I remember seeing this one, I want to, I want to say it was a TV ad, you know, just basically trying to encourage people to stop looking at their cell phones. And all it stated was we've never been so connected but so far apart. Mm, you know, I, yeah, it's it's very deep. <laughs> it's really deep, but it's not wrong, right? No, it's it not sounds wrong. super cliché. It sounds lame to pick on it. To, to be that guy that I'm being or it's like get off your phone and experience the real world. Because, like, who were we? Why is that lame? Because look what I do with most of my time. I don't even want to talk to you unless I'm recording it. 
even want to talk to you. Let's start recording. Wait, wait. Everything I do in my spare time involves the TV and involves the Xbox or whatever. Like right. that is what I do, but it's different because I have the skills. I can talk to anybody anywhere at any time about anything. So I may not enjoy it, but like I can do it. But that's turned around, right? Like you and I have kind of earned our screen time because we did people. We've been peopling our entire life. It's a good, you shirt. know. So we we've we've earned our screen time. Conversely, kids these days are mainly screen time, and then forced to interact with people. What's gonna happen when this generation, like ten and under, when they're working at Taco Bell? Oh, it's broken. We're it's. I think it, it's already. I've I complained and complained right about Dunkin' Donuts. Right. Shit. Yeah. That's those are the people. Right. That they now they have jobs and not that they can't order their own food. Now they don't know how to take your order. Right. Like, hey, hello. Hey. So you, I have a face tattoo. I'm 14. <laughs> 14. Like, <laughs> yeah, these kids are hardcore. My, man. My, my mom signed for it. <laughs> um, I'm sure you've probably heard or seen because I've shared it a couple times myself. What was it? Hard times create strong men. Yeah. Strong men true. create good times. Good uh-huh. times create weak men. Oh. Weak men create hard times. We're rounding the corner into hard times because people are weak. And it's it's odd, you know, when you when you talk to generations because you know, again, I'm a barber. I get to talk to many, you know, generations before us. And of course, they got nothing to do but complain about every generation that follows. But what they seem to fail to realize is they created that. You know, the 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 baby boomers wanted a better life for the Gen Xers, so an, they created an a, easier right. So they created an easier life for the Gen Xers. They also, you know, because they were raised by usually the uh, Depression era folks, right? So depression era folks were like, you wanted to get somewhere. You worked for it. You started at the bottom. You worked your way up. So that's what the boomers learned. And the boomers were like, well, I don't want my kid to have to struggle in a new company. So education, education, education. Right. Go to to college. Right. Go to college and get yourself a worthless degree that you're not going to (laughs) use. Right. Yeah. Um, So now you have a bunch of angsty Gen Xers trying to raise a bunch of whiny Gen Yers and Gen Zers. And it's, you know, each generation is trying to make it easier for their kids. But all we're doing is creating a harder life for everybody. Because we're not teaching our kids to go do the chore. We're not teaching our kids to go up there and, and, and place the order themselves. No, if they don't do it, we just go do it for them. Right. Because we don't want to have to fight. Right. Know? It's just easier if I do it. It's just easier if I do it. That's, right. not, that's not the point. Right. <laughs> that's not the point. <laughs> What's worse is when one adult has that view. And then when that adult leaves the room, the other adult takes out the trash. And it's like, no. <laughs> God, now I'm dealing with. It's like, it's impossible. Right. Unless you manage to just be 
like an asshole. Mm -hmm. But that's when you revert back to like the grandparents from the fifties that were assholes. Right. And they like beat their kids and shit. And it's like, well, (laughs) you didn't didn't listen. (laughs) You did this to yourself. Because at one point, the lazy kids grow up lazy and then their lazy kids don't do it. Right. But the parent is also lazy, so they don't do it. Right. And then so nobody does it. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, well, yeah. So it makes sense. You know, each generation wants to make it more comfortable, more easy. So it, and then pretty soon we're just broken. So we all moved to Africa. Right. And learn to build mud huts. Mud huts. Yeah. Yeah. Work for it. Right. Maybe we should have our kids go out in the backyard and be like, see this YouTube video? Build this. (laughs) No camera's going to be on you, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. You you got all day. (laughs) There better be a livable mud hut out here when When I get back from work. I mean, Justin and I years ago used to always talk about back when those survival shows were really starting to like become a thing. Mm -hmm. Could I do it? Right. Could I just have him? I wanted him to just take me somewhere where I didn't know where I was. Right. And we, you know, I had a knife or whatever. And I was like, you leave me here and then you just come back in a week. And we'll just just see what happens. (laughs) And like, I don't, I mean, I guess you're not going to die in a week, right? Even if you don't eat for a week, you're not going to die. You'll survive. Wouldn't that depend on where you get dropped off? There are wild animals. Okay. Well, you wouldn't die from not being able to hunt something. You would, you would get through a week. No. I mean, you'd probably have to figure out how to boil some water, but sure. Right. Right. Yeah. But I mean, I, I, I do know how to boil water. <laughs> so I think I would get, how are you going to boil it? You, you got a pan on you? Well, I think that we were going to have like, there was going to be a list that we agreed on. Okay. That was like, these are the items like alone. And we always just talked about it yeah. for fun or whatever, but you would kind of want to know, like, could I, could you I, know. but it's so fake because there's a difference when you know, like, there's I a safety just, net. I just got 36 more hours. Right. Like, I, right. I can make it. So there's a wolf pack nearby. I'll just climb this tree so they can't get to me. <laughs> you know, I just hang out. <laughs> right. Like, I don't know if I could climb a tree, but <laughs> like if my life depended on it, Maybe. but pro- I probably wouldn't be good at it. And if we extended it to a month, like would that like human instinct kick in yeah or would i just be screwed and it's like oh, like i think there's a pretty good chance i would just like walk somewhere till i found a house and been like hey like i made <laughs> this dumb deal with my friend <laughs> can i borrow your phone <laughs> yeah because i don't think that 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 true like survival instinct would kick in when you know you're doing it for fun right so it's like yeah i probably could or like no one would justin wouldn't be like hey i saw you 
broke your leg too bad. Like he, <laughs> too bad. <laughs> like you said a week. <laughs> Good luck with that gangrene. <laughs> like he would just probably come get you and you'd be like, right. Like, or I would call somebody else. Right. Or, take me to the ER. Yeah. Know, whatever. But see, isn't that crazy that there are classes you could take in Colorado to teach you how to survive for a week or a month, you know, they'll teach you what to eat. Right. You know, like you eat bark off a freaking tree. That, that, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> you have pine needle soup or whatever, you know, but, but, it but, does. but things that we used to know instinctively 120 years ago, like there's now like classes you have to pay hundreds of dollars for to learn how to survive. <laughs> hey, if you pay me, <laughs> I'll teach you. I'll teach you what kind of bark you can eat. <laughs> I'll teach you the kind of fungus you can mow on. That knowledge isn't free. <laughs> I came by this. It was hard-earned, okay? I was a Navy SEAL for a billion gajillion years. My dad was born in the 40s. <laughs> he beat me every night because I couldn't build a mud hut. <laughs> There was no monster consent. (laughs) (laughs) 